okay, I'm here to talk all about manifesting financial abundance. Yep, we are here for another episode of the Minditude Pod, your host, Heather Hildem, and I look forward to sharing all I know about manifesting financial abundance. Feel free if something in this episode sparks an interest or something cool happens because of it. I want to know, so share it with me. If you're listening on Anchor FM, there's a messaging system. If you send me a message on there, then I might share it on here next week. I don't know. You never know. I can't wait to share all manifesting financial abundance info with you right now. Okay, let's get started. Manifesting financial abundance. You've heard of it. Maybe, maybe you've not. What this is, is connecting with the universe in a way that pulls that energy towards you so that things like new job opportunities, you know, influx of clients come to you. Here's what I'm going to say about that. You need to start from ground zero. Why do you want to manifest more money? Maybe you should get a pen and paper out. (laughs) Okay. Why do you want to manifest more money? Is this because you want to pay off a debt? Is it because you want to be free of your home mortgage? Is it because you need a new car and you have no way to get another loan out? Is it because you have medical bills? Is it because you simply are in a dull career that you really hate and you want to change your situation? Those are all valid reasons. Not that there isn't any, I mean, you could still like want a yacht if that's what makes your heart sore. I think the intentions need to be pure and of the highest good for all in order for the universe to receive it. I think that when the universe receives that intention as the highest good, you are more in tune with the universe and the universe will provide. Your visualization, that's another step here. So once you kind of know why you want to manifest more money, then I want you to visualize how you feel when you have that money that you desire or that financial abundance in whatever way that might be perceived for you. And I want you to take that and actually meditate on it. And when I say meditate on it, I mean, close your eyes in a quiet space and actually let your body be washed over by those feelings and sensations of what it would be like. Is it relief? I mean, for me, that's personally what it is. Is it relief that you're not paycheck to paycheck or you don't have to fight with your husband about, you know, getting your three season porch on a deck that's non-existent right now, but might be at some point, whatever that is, if you're trying to manifest more in your life, we need to visualize it and we need to put some positive emotion around it. Okay. So start there. Then comes the hard stuff. Okay. And this is not, I mean, this episode may be short-ish and to the point, but these steps are by no means easy and short. It might take you six months to start really feeling it. Uh, Your limiting beliefs, so that's next. I want you to think about the limiting beliefs that you might hold in your heart around money. I have always said, I just hate money. I don't know why. I just always said it. And I actually do know why now, because when I got to really thinking about it, peeling back the layers of the onion, they're real stinky underneath. I'll tell you, freaking makes my chest hurt thinking about it. 
these limiting beliefs for me personally, and I think a lot of people stem from our parents and how they raised us or our childhood or maybe an instance or some PTSD traumatic event with your finances, like maybe someone stole your identity or your credit or something crazy happened. And it really makes you feel this anxiety around money, this limiting belief. Maybe um, it's scarcity. And that's another real uh, misconception on money. I mean, I'm sorry, but if it was that scarce, there wouldn't be so many people doing what they do. Um, and I don't mean millionaires. I'm just saying people that are happy and feeling like they're in the right place at the right time. And don't we all want to feel that really synced up at one with what we're choosing to do? Yes. Have you ever stepped in a room and felt vibrationally connected to the people, the moment, the place? I mean, that mindfulness. I mean, it kind of all goes together hand in hand without a doubt. So find your limiting beliefs, write them down, journal them, uh, however you like to get things out of you. Maybe talk about it with somebody. There's nothing wrong with discussing it with somebody. If you're a vocally expressive, emotionally charged person, I think there's a lot of emotions between your limiting beliefs and your soul and what you need to, to kind of recharge and rechange. And those are kind of the three first steps that you want to take. Some of these limiting beliefs, I'm picking from a list that I compiled. I saw there's so many different opinions out there, but some of the common ones are I don't have enough money. And a lot of times when we think we never have enough money, we really will never have enough money because we keep thinking we need more. And that's part of almost that scarcity mentality where you feel like if you don't have enough, you're not going to have enough and that you need to hurry and keep getting more. That is That causes me a little bit of anxiety just thinking about it, but it's a rat race you're not going to win. Don't try to force yourself to believe you have, don't try to force yourself something that you're, you don't believe. If you really don't have enough money, you don't have enough money. But there's people that have these thoughts also. And I think I could check off many of these lists. Okay. I don't have enough money. I'm not good at managing money. That's, you can learn anything if you put your mind to it. I don't know how to make more money. It's hard to make money. I'm always in debt. Money is evil. Like those are so and then we don't, there's not enough money to go around. You need to start with affirmations. So maybe change them. And instead of saying like, I'm always in debt, you can replace that with, I'm getting out of debt. And money is the root of all evil. Money is good. It buys me what I need to live and thrive and be happy. Um, I'm not good at managing money. I'm learning how to manage my money better. Do what you can. No one knows, you know, what you're going through but you. So try your best here, okay? But these are powerful things. Um, just kind of taking it for what it is. You're going to want to really dive deep in that limiting belief question there. <laughs> it's really important to kind of nip that. You can go in the past, you can go in the present and the future because there's limiting beliefs in your future too. Like some of us just, I, I for one, cannot imagine myself with a lot of money 
or me making it myself. Like I struggle to imagine me making, you know, 50,000 a year. You know, I love doing the things I'm passionate about and I've often been too scared to ask for that money or ask to pay myself what I'm worth. Don't devalue yourself. And this leads me right into the next one. Pretending as if you're already wealthy, just acting as if you already are. It's a mindset shift, okay? Um, and one of the ways that you can do that is believing and feeling the energy of what you want to experience on a daily basis. If you want more money, you need to pretend or not even pretend. Just say to yourself, I am already living in financial abundance. I'm doing what I love. I'm, you know, feeling really good. If you're focused on what you don't have all the time, you need to focus on what you do have. So just start reminding yourself of the positive things that are already in your life that make you feel abundant and full. You need to also, (laughs) this is also really hard, but we can do hard things, um, as Glennon Doyle likes to say. (sighs) I know I am struggling with this one to surrender to the universe, but what makes it easier is what I'm about to share with you. So those are some five steps here. Number one, why do you want to manifest more financial abundance in your life? Number two, you need to, and I'm forgetting what number two is in my head now. (laughs) Um, Number two, you need to visualize your feelings and your intentions. What are they? Like, what is this intention that you have behind manifesting more money? What is the feeling that you're visualizing? How do you see yourself when you have that, that you've reached that end goal of, of financial abundance? Number three, limiting beliefs. Let's get rid of those. I mean, I make it sound like really simple in a sentence like that, but it's not easy. And I know that. And don't take it lightly. Go through every bit of it and sort out why you have that limiting belief and release it. I actually, uh, this, when it doesn't get, doesn't stay so windy, I would like to burn them from pieces of paper and like tell myself them. That's another way you can get rid of it. It can feel very satisfying and cathartic to, you know, burn a piece of paper that says, you know, I will no longer think that money is scarce. I will no longer tell myself that I don't have enough because it's not true. Right. And as long as we keep believing those limits on ourselves or putting those blocks on ourselves, we're blocking the universe from sending us the signals that we're doing the right thing or we're in the right place at the right time, that we're energetically and on a microorganism level connected to the earth and its abundance, right? The earth is abundant if we allow it to be then we are not going to be pulling in what we need to pull in to manifest financial abundance. Number four, um, we need to focus on the things we already do have and live in a financial, financially abundant state of mind. Okay. Financially abundant state of mind. Super important because if we're doing these gratitude things every day. So I've been trying to say to myself in a meditation, could be a minute, could be five minutes, could be 20. I don't care. You spend a few minutes taking a few deep breaths every day, setting the intention for your day and maybe including a little mantra that kind of says, Hey, I'm manifesting financial abundance today. I am financially abundant. I already have 
and I'm thankful for having all this in my life. I am full. Thank you, universe. Just doing simple moments like that for yourself will honestly affect your mental space so greatly. Um, Number five, surrendering, letting go of all this control that you feel like you need to have and letting the universe do its thing. Now, here's what I'm going to share with you. This is my little tidbit because this is what I've been doing. And boy, it is really crazy. If And I've always been this kind of person that feels connected to like weird feelings and numbers, colors. Sometimes it's like animals and shapes. Um, I'm a big fan of Gabby Bernstein and, you know, she likes to talk about the highest good all the time. And um, if you've um, read The Universe Has Your Back, which if you haven't, I highly recommend that read. It's really great. I kind of plowed through it because she's such a great uh, writer too. So it's a self-help, but it kind of teaches you, it reminds you that the universe does have your back and, 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 you know, helping you surrender to what the universe has to offer and allowing it to bring you the highest good and for you to become your highest self. And I really have been diving into my human design. I've been trying to follow, you know, um, my human design for a long time, like living by it, you know, eating by it, kind of trying to follow my intuition a little bit more. For me, I'm a sacral generator and I find it really important for me to ask the yes or no questions or have somebody ask them for me so I can really just check in with myself and make sure I'm vibrating with my sacral center. I really don't have a lot of money-making stuff in my chart per se, but I have a lot of drive and focus and that energy that constantly comes up from my root center and into my sacral center and into there. I get a lot of like vibrational, actual vibrational feelings from the universe when I'm doing the right thing career-wise, because I think that I've been so focused on my kids and family and trying to do the right thing that everyone else thinks is the right thing. I haven't actually taken the time to do what I need to do for me. And now I'm kind of here for it. And I think it's really empowering to the point where I scare the shit out of my husband. (laughs) But part of what I've done to start recognizing and noticing that I am syncing up with the universe or having these synchronicities in my life Um, it's about taking notice of the things around you that may be showing you a sign. And maybe it's been a long time before, since you've actually tapped into that sort of intuitive based thinking, I guess, if you will, or feeling even some people it's auditory, some people it's, you know, um, just, it's different. It's movement. Maybe there's a movement and they feel, or it's like a humming in the back of the throat or whatever it might be. I know that when you feel that synchronicity, you just know. You ever look at the clock and you see 11, 11, you think, oh my God, this is the right place at the right time. Holy crap. Well, like that is exactly what I'm talking about. That's a synchronicity, guys. That is a synchronicity that just, and by the way, that happened to me the other day. I was talking about how I was feeling really good and whatever. My point is, you know that feeling when it feels really right And it feels really good. And sometimes, guys, we don't have a real explanation. If you're a very logical person, but you've 
felt these things and you're like, but I'm logical. I can't like really agree with that because obviously um, there was no real reason why I should act on this or say no to this. You, I promise if you start listening to that intuition and that guide, the universe will guide you in the right direction. I have only a few more things to say about that. So to start picking up on synchronicities and manifesting more connection with the universe energetically speaking, what we can do is meditations. We can do the affirmations, the mantras. We can start getting within ourselves in a way that creates stillness so that when we have some clarity, we think of the first thing that comes to our mind. Some people go on shamanic journeys and they're told they're spirit animal or things like that nature. And maybe you already have some of these things that you know come up like a lucky number or a lucky color or when you see a certain shape or a person calls you out of the blue and you were just thinking of them and you haven't talked to them in ages. Those are synchronicities of the universe that kind of remind you you're in the place at the right place at the right time. But you have to practice that little muscle that connective muscle from from your energy to the universe's energy. But I promise you, and you know, there is, I'm probably going to say this wrong a little bit, but I, cause I cannot, it's been a long time, but there was some sort of study that I had heard about. Maybe someone told me or I read, that's what I mean. I don't know for sure, like where I got it from, but I remember hearing um, about these mice that were put through, maybe it was on a podcast episode. I don't know. They had a doctor on or something. I think that might have been where it was from a podcast episode. If I can find it, I'll link it in show notes. But they had this doctor on that had trained. They were trying to see if the energy from spoken words and from us saying stuff could actually like heal cancer in rice or mice, rice. (laughs) That'd be interesting in mice in the lab and you know whether they were you know uh god believers or not believers whatever it didn't matter if they believed in this procedure they volunteer maybe they didn't volunteer whatever they were part of this project so they were told what to do and everyone was given the same instructions they all did it the same they'd go and they'd tell them that they're healing every day and the ones that had been spoken to in a loving, light way, energetically speaking, they were healing and healing faster. And there was, it just blew my mind when they were talking about that. I'm like the power of words. And then there was some other, um, there's some more on the vibration of, if you're thinking of somebody, you can actually send your vibrations to that person if you're really, really in tune with it. I just think that's a really neat proposal, I guess, of how we might choose to live our life. Like, are we going to tell ourselves every day that we are full? We have the financial abundance that we need. We are grateful for it. We love that, you know, we are doing what we love. We feel passionate about it. And in grappling with what to do, maybe it'll be easier when you make the right choices because you'll just know the, the right choices in life. And you'll be able to start visualizing your future in a positive light and not worrying about money and not struggling with money. I have nothing else to say. I hope it was informative enough and I hope I didn't jabber on too much, but I promise you start looking for those synchronicities in the universe. The universe will start to show you abundance and it will be beautiful. I already feel more abundant listening to, um, 
uh, not listening, sorry, talking to you all on this podcast, because that is something that I find passionate, sharing my love of the spiritual highest good. And it's just something that really sparks so much joy in my soul. And my energy just rises from it. I can do this all day and it makes me happy. In fact, I might today. Who knows? Thank you all for listening. Leave a note, a comment, wherever you're listening. Um, I don't know if you can vote for stars or rate me on this one. I'm in seven platforms. I'm not going to list them all, but I look forward to talking to you all again. Once again, thanks for listening to this episode on manifesting financial abundance. Uh, If you have any questions or concerns or anything you want to say, send me a note on anchor.fm and you can possibly go on my next episode. Or if you have a question about energy or soul or mind or body that you want to share here on the podcast, please, by all means, send it my way. I love the idea of answering all your questions and trying to help others. So ta-ta for now.